Hello, everyone, and welcome to That Broad's Got Moxie. This is Cassie. I am in the podcast dome by myself. Danny's at work. Kiana's at work. I'm just hanging out with the cats. And I'm going to give you some uh, a sweet little dose of quarantine tales today. We are still staying home and staying safe, wearing our masks, washing our hands. Hopefully we'll be able to get back together with Kiana soon. But until then, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. So it's still May, which means it is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And next month, June, is Pride Month, which we're very excited about. A little less excited now that everything's been canceled, because obviously that's how we stay safe. (laughs) But next month, we're going to be bringing some real good queer content. So, because I'm I'm the last one to go in May, rolling right on into June, today... I'm going to be talking about a queer Asian woman who I love. (laughs) She's fantastic. She's hilarious. So today I'm going to talk about Margaret Cho. And here we go. Margaret Cho was born December 5th, 1968 in San Francisco. She was also raised in San Francisco. After resisting an arranged marriage, her mother married her father, who was a joke book author, and also wrote a newspaper column for a publication in Seoul, South Korea. Her parents, both of whom are Korean, ran Paperback Traffic, which is a bookstore on Polk Street in San Francisco. Here's a quote about growing up in San Francisco. Quote, it was different than any other place on earth. I grew up and went to grammar school on Haight Street during the 70s. There were old hippies, ex-druggies, burnouts, drag queens, and Chinese people. To say it was a melting pot, that's the least of it. It was a really confusing, enlightening, wonderful time. End quote. I'm just going to give a little, little trigger warning here. Margaret was, is a sexual assault and rape survivor. Which is just devastating. And on top of that, she grew up as an outsider, meaning that Margaret was bullied throughout most of her formative years. Because of the trauma she dealt with, her early years in high school were very difficult. Her grades suffered, she skipped school, and was eventually expelled. As an outlet for her grief, Margaret wrote jokes and developed an interest in performance. She auditioned and was accepted into the San Francisco School of the Arts and joined the school's improv comedy group, which is something that that's a group that I would have definitely joined in high school had my tiny, tiny school in South Dakota had one. At age 15, she worked as a phone sex operator, which I thought was like, get it. That's amazing. And later worked as a dominatrix. Again, fucking do your thing, girl. Love it. After graduating from high school, Margaret attended San Francisco State University and studied drama. And though she did not graduate, Margaret decided to embark on a new thrilling adventure in stand-up comedy. Because quite frankly, 
comedy was all she ever wanted to do. So this was just really her going, you know what? I'm chasing my dreams. I don't give a fuck. So her first kind of big break was she won a comedy contest and first prize was to open for Jerry Seinfeld. So she did that. Then she moved to LA and immediately began filling her schedule with shows. In fact, she did over 300 shows in two years, which don't know if you know, that's a lot of fucking shows. Margaret then became executive producer of her show, All American Girl. It was a show about an outspoken, non-traditional Korean-American woman. And it was groundbreaking, controversial, and to no one's surprise, short-lived. After being told she was, quote, too Asian and, quote, not Asian enough, and being told she needed to tone it down, the show ended only after one season. The criticism she received about her body, in addition to her past bullying and trauma, took a huge toll on her health, and Margaret developed an eating disorder, and along with it, alcohol and drug abuse. Throughout all of her struggles, she continued to write jokes and perform sold-out shows all over the U.S., In 1999, her groundbreaking off-Broadway one-woman show, I'm the One That I Want, toured the country to national acclaim and was made into a best-selling book. In 2001, Margaret launched Notorious CHO, a 37-city national tour that blew everyone out of the water and ended in a sold-out concert at Carnegie Hall. Her third sold-out national tour, Revolution, was nominated for a Grammy for Comedy Album of the Year in 2003. And then Margaret released her second book, I Have Chosen to Stay and Fight, a compilation of essays and prose about global politics, human rights, and other issues. In 2005, she started promoting and touring with her new show, Assassin, and it was on this like record on the recording margaret said like we and our community when talking about lgbtq people and so it was all like what what did she say we and not you and then the gays rejoiced because who doesn't love margaret cho so also this is just a fun little you know fun fact that I thought would be interesting. So the posters, which are great, for the assassin show featured Margaret in paratrooper gear. And so she's holding a microphone in this in the style of an automatic rifle, which is like a throwback and kind of not an homage, but it's in reference to a 1974 photo of Patty Hearst. If you don't know who Patty Hearst is, Google her. That's a whole other story. We'll get into it later. But anyway, it's just a really great, it's just a really great poster. It's real, Italian kiss is what it is. In 2007, Margaret co-hosted the multi-artist True Colors Tour, which traveled through 15 cities in the United States and Canada. Which, let me tell you, 
if I knew then what I know now, I would have given probably one of my feet to be able to go to one of these cities and see this tour because it was banging. Okay, let me let me just give you a little bloop about it. So this tour, which was sponsored by the Logo Channel, which is the big gay channel, love it, was headlined by Cindy Lauper, who was amazing in concert. Trust me, saw Cindy Lauper and Cher together, almost died. The tour also included Debbie Harry, Blondie, Hello, Erasure, so good, Rufus Wainwright, amazing, The Gossip, uh, Hello Beth Ditto, what's good girl, The Dresden Dolls, The Misshapes, Indigo Girls, and The Clicks, amazing, all of them top-notch quality content, amazing musicians. Profits from the tour helped benefit the human rights campaign, as well as PFLAG and the Matthew Shepard Foundation. What a fucking rad time that tour must have been. My little gay heart is all a flutter just thinking about it. Okay, so then Margaret made a splash as she re-entered the world of television with The Cho Show. The Cho Show was basically like a reality show that followed her, her parents, and her group of friends, like her posse, as they encountered the wilds of life. And basically just a bunch of like weird, silly, fun things. She followed that with another incredible world tour called Beautiful that also became a book, a special on Showtime, and a DVD. In 2009... Margaret scored a starring role in the comedy drama series called Drop Dead Diva, which is on Netflix. It was originally on Lifetime. I have seen every episode of it, and it's fantastic. It is fucking... It's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. But it is very quality content, and it's funny, and it's about self-acceptance and, like... Oh, God, it's just so like body positivity. It's really good. It's really good. But go watch it. If you need just like a fun, silly show to just just kind of like live in it, love it. Drop Dead Diva. It's the way to go. Okay. Margaret then took on a whole new challenge and appeared on Dancing with the Stars, where she killed but also received a lot of blowback for wearing a rainbow dress in support of the LGBTQ community. People didn't like that. Mm, Go figure. Karen was real upset about it. Margaret then released Cho Dependent, which is an incredible collection of funny music uh, featuring the talents of Fiona Apple, Tegan and Sarah, and Ben Lee. In fact, she took vocal and guitar lessons while she was on tour to up her musical ante. That sounds weird. To up the ante on her musician skills. That sounds a little better. Anyway, 2012, she released Mother, which is fantastic. And she toured through Europe and the U.S. According to Margaret, quote, Mother offers up an untraditional look at motherhood and how we look at maternal figures and strong women in queer culture. 
It is probably my favorite stand-up special that she's done because it is just so it's it's powerful and hilarious and very like yeah she gets it she fucking understands margaret was one of the hosts of tlc's all about sex a late night call-in talk show where she talked about sex toys and alternative sexuality all sorts of stuff Uh, She dabbled in fashion and has also been a burlesque performer. She continued to create and take her comedy on tour for Psycho, um, which is spelled Psycho, but with a capital C because Cho, American Myth, and most recently, Fresh Off the Bloat. She appeared as a special guest on 30 Rock where she played Kim (laughs) Jong-il. which earned her a nomination for a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series. She's had guest roles on many television shows, acted in a number of movies and short films, and as of summer 2019, has her own podcast called The Margaret Show. Fun fact, if anybody else is as obsessed with the masked singer as me and Danny are, she was on that show as the poodle for its very first season. Quite a good singer. And Danny and I who knew who it was almost immediately. <laughs> Which was super fun to watch and be like, oh my god, that's Margaret Cho. Not only is Margaret a hilarious, brilliant, beautiful woman... She is strong, compassionate, and unafraid to be her authentic self. She has been a supporter and activist for anti-racism and anti-bullying and has continually advocated for the homeless and for LGBTQ rights and equality. Her many accolades include a Gracie Allen Award from the American Women in Radio and Television Organization, GLAAD, which is the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, awarded her with a Golden Gate Award. She was given a Lambda Liberty Award, an Intrepid Award by the National Organization for Women, the First Amendment Award from the American Civil Liberties Union, and she won for Outstanding Comedy Performance in AZN's Asian Excellence Awards. April 30th, 2008, was declared Margaret Cho Day in San Francisco. Fun. And then a month later, when same-sex marriage became legal in California, Margaret was deputized by the city of San Francisco to be able to perform marriages there. And I don't know about you guys, but to be married and have it officiated by Margaret Cho... Holy fucking shit. Amazing. Very, very jealous of all you, all you queer folk out there who got buried by Margaret Cho. Kind of wild. So wrapping it up, there are plenty of people who probably don't like Margaret Cho. She has a lot to say and is not afraid to let people know what she thinks. Uh, She's outspoken. She's a badass. She's queer, Asian, tattooed, like real tattooed, 
foul-mouthed and is a true broad with moxie and among like just first of all she's brilliant she's hilarious and she has a lot of really really profound things to say this is this one's real simple but this is a quote that i love and then it's something that i kind of live by so this is just a, a quick quote from her it says love is the big booming beat that covers up the noise of hate which is uh you know i love it it's just simple to the point yeah anyway the cat is outside she's meowing up a storm that's all i have for you this week so if you'd like to please follow us on our social medias we are at that broads got moxie on instagram and facebook and at broads got moxie on twitter you can rate review and subscribe wherever you're listening to this that would be great it helps us out a lot we really appreciate those those five stars and those nice words about us and if you have suggestions, people you want to hear about, if you just need someone to send an email to and be like, hey, how's it going? What's going on? I'm bored because I don't have a job yet. You could do that too. You can email us at thatbroadsgotmoxie at gmail.com. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe wash your hands take it easy you know blah 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 we'll get through this together thanks bye music by sage krenning cover art by Vinny navarrete produced and edited by danielle barsanti side effects of listening to this podcast may include excessive moxie zero tolerance for the patriarchy sass mouth excessive sweating tipsy tittering desire to stick into the metaphorical man fear of cats empowering women clammy hands and feet the inability to do math lack of patience for the bullshit thirst for knowledge questioning the system cravings for bougie chicken vodka and justice and in some cases can cause death on hills